1: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on ucb's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au
0: let's catch up with what's happening in west africa now Uh, dr jenny steadman is joining us on the phone hello jenny welcome to 2020 hello Jenny, you are in Brisbane today. You've just gotten back from West Africa where you were serving there with the Red Cross in Sierra Leone. Uh, you've addressed the media there in Brisbane. What sort of things have you had to report?
1: Um, I've been re- reporting about the continuing spread of uh, Ebola, uh, about what a crisis it is over there for both communities and for, uh, and for villages, and, uh, how difficult it is working in, uh, uh, an area where there's a lot of fear attached to the disease, but where it is realistically, uh, a deadly virus and, uh, it is still being spread. And so I've been working with the International Red Cross, um, at a facility for the treatment of Ebola, vi- uh, Ebola victims, which, uh, they are, have built and are, are manning. And so I've been part of a medical team that's trying to help with uh, tackling Ebola.
0: Jenny, you've been caring for people who've got the disease and there are no guarantees that you won't catch it yourself. You've just gotten back. How difficult was it to make the decision to go to West Africa?
1: Um, It wasn't difficult to make the decision to go at all because, uh, you know, there is a medical need. I am a doctor and I truly believe that uh, uh, they needed um, help and they still do. But I also uh, um, was aware, as I was going into it, that the Red Cross provides the facilitates safe giving of medical care. So that uh, we were actually wearing personal protection equipment, like you will have seen on the television, and that this is of a very high standard and is designed to protect the the people who are volunteering to go and work as much as possible. Um, And so I, I felt. But uh, as a doctor, it was uh, vital that um, we show some support as an international community uh, to help them in West Africa.
0: I can't help but notice that even in some West African nations, and I think it was the West African nation of Ghana, where there was actually uh, aid workers and uh, medical workers who were attacked in the last few days. Did you feel that there was a sense of security and safety where you were working?
1: Um <clears throat> yes, I was working in Sierra Leone up up near Kenema, where there was a hot spot for the disease and I thought that that I felt that the community were very supportive of the efforts that were that were coming in from the outside, and that even though there was a lot of fear and stigma attached to the disease, that the message was starting to get through that uh, you know that the the Red Cross and communities like that were coming forward to help them and that in fact there was a lot of acceptance um, especially towards the end of my time and we were working alongside local um, Sierra Leone Red Cross and nurses Uh, and so I think the community was starting to really accept help.
0: Jenny tell me about the global response as I understand it there's something like 1500 Red Cross volunteers in Sierra Leone Uh, is that number pretty right?
1: Um, I can't give you exact figures, but I know the Red Cross are very, very active in Sierra Leone and in Guinea and Liberia in the three worst affected countries. Um, They're putting a lot of effort into it. And don't forget that there's national societies on the ground as well who are working hard on this effort as well.
0: We know that some health workers have also died, along with thousands of people who are there in West Africa. When it comes to the health of those health workers, is that something that is stifling some international response?
1: Um, I I think so. I think it's fair to say that there's a a lot of fear, even in Australia, about the conditions that people are going to be working under or or Ebola in, in its own right. Um, but I would like to say that, you, you, you know, this is a disease that an international community needs to tackle because there simply aren't the resources on the ground in many of these countries to fight fight the disease, that it really does need an international effort. And Red Cross is doing that along with other organizations. But, um, it, you know, in particular, uh, new health facilities are being built and they're putting people into the field
0: You've only just returned from Sierra Leone. Is there any optimism or pessimism that you can report? Uh, How do people feel working there in the fields and uh, treating people with this deadly virus? Is there a sense of optimism that somehow or other we could see the light at the end of the tunnel? Is it likely to be something that could be seasonal? Is it likely to get worse? What's the feeling?
1: Um, I'd say the feeling, and of course I'm speaking mainly for myself on here, is that there there is optimism, but there's also uh, a sense of fighting in the dark. Um, that uh, you know there's so much, so many more resources needed uh, to really have a chance to stamp this out, and that you know Ebola is a is a killable disease. It can be killed very easily. The virus can be killed very easily with soap and water and chlorine and things like that, and that uh, you know those kind of things need. Once the message gets out that that's a way to stop the transmission of the disease and that resources are put into getting that simple equipment into communities that that it's possible to turn the corner.
0: A quick comment from you on the Australian government's policy of not bringing home any worker who may become infected. I I assume that the Red Cross has its own uh, provision for in fact evacuating workers if there is some sort of infection but uh, but how does that work and uh, is that a concern that's come from the Australian government?
1: Um, No look I'm working for the International Red Cross um, and I'm um, well aware that they have um, the ability and the infrastructure and the mobilization to be able to help um, any unfortunate worker who might um, get infected. But they work very hard to make sure that the risk is as low as possible by providing proper equipment and training for people going into the field.
0: And Jenny, the Australian government response by way of uh, any funding, uh, donations, and, uh, and if you wouldn't mind just giving us an idea of what the Red Cross has going to by way of appeals, uh, is the government supporting what's happening financially?
1: Um, look, I'm really not sure about that. Uh, there not much information percolated through to uh, <laughs> through to, to Sierra Leone in my time, but I know that the Red Cross have an Ebola appeal that um, I would thoroughly. Uh, encourage people to support so that more finances can be put, more resources can be provided. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very great having volunteers, but, uh, the resources required on the ground to actually help with this disease are immense. Um, each time you use the personal protective equipment, it's disposed of. So, you know, you can imagine an isolation facility with a, 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 a large-ish number of patients. Um, consumes a lot of a lot of resources
0: well it is a deadly virus Uh, can you just explain just in these last few moments uh, of our conversation Jenny uh, just how this virus affects people who contract it
1: okay well basically it it leads to a flu-like illness initially so high fever headaches and then often aches and pains muscular aches and pains joint aches and pains and then it progresses to a stage where there's vomiting and diarrhea so many patients are badly dehydrated Um and in its more extreme phases or it, for some unfortunate people it's it's not called hemorrhagic fever for nothing and so there can be bleeding from the gums or or um and so that can be an extreme end of the disease it's the most public the most publicized part but it's actually the least seen so it's mostly uh, an illness that looks like many other illnesses
0: well jenny i just want to encourage you i mean you are a champion when it comes to (laughs) your bravery and your courage and look our listeners And uh, I did mention to you that Vision is the national Christian broadcaster. And I know that there'll be many of our listeners who will remember you in prayer and uh, remember those people in West Africa. And you mentioned uh, not only Sierra Leone, but you also mentioned Ghana and you also mentioned Liberia. These are the three significant centers. And uh, I know that our listeners... Yes. In Guinea. Uh, we'll remember you in prayer and uh, we'll believe God for a special breakthrough when it comes to a cure for the Ebola virus. And Jenny yes, Stedman, Thank you very much. Just, uh, it, we do honour you and uh, thanks so much for putting your life on the line to, uh, to reach out to those people. Really great to hear from you.
1: Thank you very much for your interest.